Hello, it's your Dungeon Master Chris, welcoming you to Episode 7 of Party in Peril Villains. And yes, Dungeon Master does sound very dirty when I say it out loud. If it's your first time here, head back a few episodes and start at the beginning of the campaign, because things will just make a lot more sense. When we last left off, the Hellmates, led by Nate the Great, managed to sneak into the city of Noblethorn and found a secret entrance beneath the town hall. There, they narrowly escaped certain death with the aid of a mysterious ebony bone dagger, which occasionally speaks to them. Upon trying to unlock the vault containing promised ridges, Len finds herself suddenly in a frozen wasteland. So let's get into the episode, but don't forget to subscribe, throw us a rating on Apple Podcasts, and most importantly, share the show with your friends. The World of Alluren, a land promising adventure, treasure, and glory at every turn for all the many, many heroes that inhabit it. From the far reaches of the frozen fjords to the sweltering jungles of Ishtka, opportunity awaits for all those brave enough to seek it. And, oh, wait, who are you? <laughs> However, we are not the heroes of this tale. So welcome to the Party in Peril Villains Campaign. <laughs> All you can see all around you in every direction is just snow. Hello? Is there anybody out there? I hear nothing. Can she ba- like walk backwards? Does it do anything? Uh, you you can walk backwards. Okay, yes. she flies like flies backwards. backwards like in the direction that she was walking from. Okay, and you're just flying backwards now. Yeah. Um, Lilith and Waslow and Nate, you're just seeing her stop. Like she's hovering in midair. She starts shivering. She starts saying, hello, is anybody there? And then she flies backwards and she's acting erratic like this. And you have no idea why. Whom are you speaking to? We're, we're here. We've the, been here this whole time. And you hear none of this. So how how uh, far up is she from us? Or she, is she, she's flying, right? Yeah, she's just or hovering. She's she's, she, you know, she's just kind of hovering in, in midair right now. Not you, too far you said, from the door. You said we were seeing her movement, though, and hearing her speech, right? Yeah, you so. guys can see and hear her. She can't see or hear you. Waslo approaches her just kind of with his hand out. Like, Lynn, are you there? Are you okay? And when... Yeah. Uh, are you trying to touch her, or what's going on? Yeah, he reaches out to try to just, like, tap her on the, I don't know, wing or whatever. So, Lynn, what you feel is you feel the the iciest touch you have ever felt in your entire life. Like, it feels almost like a, an icicle being shoved through you. I'm cold! It's not... What the hell? I love... <sighs> Anybody? Does does Wassel continue like touching despite the fact that it was horrible, or does he just like retract us? <laughs> so I'm here. I'm hearing her say all this. Yes. Okay. I just I pull my hand back. Like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nate. Nate walks up. What the? 
What's wrong with our fly? Len, Len, we're here. What's wrong? What do you see? Len, he's still here. None of them all. It's just howling wind. Frost biting at your, your face. You feel like your wings are starting to become heavy with ice freezing to them. Like you're starting to sink to the ground a little bit. Unable to stay up, to stay afloat. I could really use some help right now, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, the, the others, you just see her start sinking to the ground. Like like her wings aren't beating nearly as fast. Like she's just falling to the bottom of the floor. Waslo pulls out the dagger and just holds it towards the magic door that she's facing. Okay. I don't know if there's, like, if he has intent, uh, just sort of like, well, it solved the last problem, so <laughs> let's see what it does. What do you desire? Does Len hear this at all? No. Oh. Are we trying to open this door here, or, like, that's the vault, right, that she's yes. facing? Yeah, we were trying to get into okay. the vault. Okay, okay. Uh, Waslo wants that door open? The door is open. Uh, does it look open? <laughs> Did he actually open it, or is he just being rhetorical? No, it, it, it looks closed to you. It looks closed. It looks locked. Uh, maybe we have different definitions of open. <laughs> <laughs> now the rest of us can hear the voice, correct? Yeah, uh, you two, Nate, all three of you can hear it. Lynn cannot hear it because she's still freezing to death in her little tundra mindscape. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to grab Lens and she's pro- most likely shaking from yes. being cold. Okay. So I'm going to grab her and snuggle her in my bosom <laughs> <laughs> to try and warm her up. So to you, Lynn, it feels the exact opposite. You feel like it's getting worse. Because when I touched her, it was like ice cold. Right. Too. Yeah. So it's, so it's doing the complete opposite effect. Uh, Waslo moves the dagger over towards Lynn and just like, uh, can we bring her back? Bring our friend back. Your friend is not missing and the door is open. Walk through the door. Okay, quick side question. Is this the dagger speaking or the door speaking? This is the dagger speaking oh, to you. Oh, okay. All right. Waslo nervously walks toward the door with his hand out like you would in the dark and just yeah. kind of goes toward it hand first. You you find yourself in the frozen tundra. You see a fr- like Lynn on the in the snow shivering like she's almost dead, like she is a second away from death. Wazlo runs over to her, uh, has a little bit of, like, fire lit in his hand to try to warm them both up. So you, you start a little flame. The dagger still speaking to you. Walk through the door. Uh, what? Yes, Wazlo did this. Could you point Wazlo in the correct direction? You are in the correct direction. Waslo picks up Wynn and just starts walking straight, the way he's facing. Okay. What, what does it look like on, on my side for Nate and I? To you, it, it looks like Waslo walks forward, immediately stops, starts shivering. And then he scoops up Len and then conjures a flame. And then Waslo crosses the threshold of the door. And you realize there actually was no door. 
and crosses into the vault, which is full, full of treasure. So we're not in the tundra anymore. Like both of us can see the vault. You are now in the true vault. Am I still freezing to death? No, you are. You two are completely fine. You are in a small room with a large ornate table covered in coins and trinkets, all looking very, very expensive. Along with a strange looking book that seems just oddly out of place. Len's it's, it's eyes a, just like grow to the size of like half dollar quarter. Like really <laughs> big. And she's like, Hoslo, you, you can put me down now. Shh, shh. It's okay. You're delirious. <laughs> Let me go. So so you all make she, she wriggles her way she out. She wriggles her way out. <laughs> you all make your way into into the vault. You see all of the treasure. You see a weird book with a uh, like black leather, a green skull on the cover. This would be about, uh, looks to be about at least 300 shines worth of treasure. I mean, oh, I burped through that. I mean, I, <laughs> I technically, I guess I expected a little bit more, but still, this is quite exciting. In in the bag, ev- everything, bag of holding, just put it on the bag. <laughs> We just hold the bag up and start scooping. scooping yeah, I have a backpack, in. so you I'll start scooping stuff too. Everything on the table, all of it. Well, Waslow yeah, grabs the book himself, doesn't scoop it in because okay. he doesn't trust books yet. Hold on. Let me pee through the book. Len's just uh, grabbing yes. like as many like shinies as possible. And if there's any jewelry, she's immediately just like putting it on. It's like putting it on, throwing it in her pockets, like collecting. <laughs> uh, Lilith, as you're trying to open the book, you find you can't get it to open. Almost like it's like stuck shut. I have a plus two history. Can I like roll for that to see if it's something I can? Yeah, um, sure. Should I do history or like wisdom or? You could you could try history on this book. All right. Let's see what I see. 16, 17, 18. 18. Uh, you have heard of a a book of dark magics, of like uh necrotic magic and necromancy belonging to a legendary villain known as Necrolancer. Necrolancer. I, I'm pretty sure that was a name that <laughs> one of you guys fucking came up with in our, epi- our episode zero thing. <laughs> this seems like this was something that was his, like either a spell book or, or of some import. Hmm. This, this seems reminiscent of descriptions you've heard of something belonging to him. Oh, this looks like a password journal. <laughs> I believe it's voice activated. Uh, Hold on a minute. Waslo pulls out the dagger and just kind of taps it on the book. He's not sure what to do, but he's trying. (laughs) The dagger glows in your hand. (gasps) Yes, finally. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. What's the password? The dagger says nothing. That, I don't know if that was such a good... Th- what kind of book you got there, Lilith? Know. Does Len know what kind of book it is? No, Len, Len, Len does has not. no idea. Yeah. It must belong to the dagger. Uh-huh. With the glow of the dagger, or with the dagger nearby it, are we able to open it? Uh, no, it's still not opening. Hmm. I think we'll, I'll put it in my backpack you have with a the backpack? rest of the <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess you guys yeah, do. Yeah, I, you, I have you each do have a pack. We do. Aside yeah. from your thing. As you guys are figuring out what the hell is going on with this thing, you hear sudden commotion in the hallway 
the direction of the hallway in which you came from as a group of guards pour into the room and outside of the vault. And with them is also a tall, slender figure wrapped in a blue cloak. His golden hair frames two sparkling eyes that look almost elvish. And, and Len, you would know this to be one of the Eldrin from the Feywilds. And he stares at you all with a look of pure hatred and disgust as he reaches for the sword at his hilt, where you notice his belt is adorned with a symbol marking him as a licensed hero from the Seminary of Heroism. Great, one of these guys. Ah, see, I have I found these villains here in the vault. Um, you, you've uh, come in the nick of time. I tried to stop them myself by disguising myself as one of them, but uh, I was not able to to stop them myself. So, um, good job, everyone. We may we can now take them in. Is he holding anything in his hand by any chance? Uh, are you asking if he has a weapon? No, I'm asking if there's any incriminatory evidence of him holding a uh, handful of gold. Perhaps. No, he doesn't have anything in his hands right now. Uh, one of the, one of the guards walks forward, uh, and, uh, addresses Nate. Oi, who exactly are you then? Uh, Nathan the Great. No, he's, he's one of us. Actually, one of my spells is prestidigitation, and I can create a non-magical trinket for an illusionary image that fits in the hand and lasts until the end of my next turn. Can I make him have, like, a goblet in his hand to make him look like he's trying to steal too? Yeah, sure. Okay. Now, he's one of us. See, look in his hand. He's got that goblet that he's trying to steal. It's got jewels all over it. He's one of us. No. Oh, um, no, uh, I can explain this. Uh, I was trying to, to steal it back from them who was stealing first. Um, and the, the guard says, Nate the Great, eh? The one who fancied himself Nate the Great. Oi. We've heard of you. All right, kill them all. Everyone, roll initiative. 11. I rolled a 17 plus 3, 20. Do I do a plus 3 for initiative? Yeah, whatever your plus on initiative is. 23. Tell us what they want, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) A brand new car! (laughs) But it's electric, so you can't afford any repairs. (laughs) Oh, there's always a catch. (laughs) Len, you were up first. Um, and at the moment, I, I, I know your first inclination would probably be a sneak attack, but you do not have advantage at the moment. So, uh, Len is going to go and she's going to attempt to use her new shocking grasp skill. Oh, okay. So she goes right for the first guard that she sees that's wearing a whole metal of uh, armor of metal. Oh, okay. The one that's right in the, uh, she goes for the first one right in the doorway. She's just like, she's like, no, nobody invited you. So she goes over and she just like grabs onto his armor and uses shocking grasp. So it says lightning springs from a hand to deliver a shock to a creature. You try to touch, make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Oh, okay. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 lightning damage, and it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. So roll with advantage. Okay, first was a five. Oh, the other was a one. Oh, no. Sorry, honey. (laughs) Sorry there. 
Hey. Sorry, Lynn. So, uh, so Lynn goes up to uh, to try and uh, use shock and grasp, but this is a this is a trained city guard. This is a a veteran of uh, veteran is not a word veteran <laughs> of many wars. This is not your typical. This is not a grunt. This is someone very trained in combat, and he sees you coming out of his peripheral vision and swipes that sword right at you as you're coming and you have to dodge right out of the way. Well, considering that he saw her coming and she already had to dodge, she goes back around to step away as she's realizing that she's not going to be able to get a close-up attack quite yet. Okay. And she's just going to go, Laszlo, will you now give me a flea? Huh? What? What's happening? We're fighting? Laszlo, will you now give me a flea so that I can give a plague infestation to one of these guards? Uh... Yeah, sure. Let me see who's willing to come with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then that ends my turn. <laughs> okay. Lilith, you are behind the uh, table inside of this vault right now. I think I'm able to just intimidate that human just with how big I am. Is there not just a way just like intimidation? I mean, I had zero. I mean, you could try to use intimidation against somebody in combat. It, it's usually going to be difficult to pull off, but it, it could work. But I mean, you'd only be able to use it against one of them and it might not necessarily keep him away from you for the whole battle. Probably just one round of combat. Okay, let's try that. So I'll roll for that. It was 16. Okay. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to roll against that and we'll see what shakes out. I'll let you know the result and then we'll figure out um, what you do. Okay. Okay. He failed. <laughs> so what is what does Lilith do to intimidate this uh, the city watchman that has stormed into the room? So Lilith is going to kind of rise as tall as they can and uh so their stature in this small itty bitty room is going to look even massive and enormous say you little snack won't you come with me the city guard takes a few steps backwards and starts slowly moving out of the vault and he's trying to to say something to the uh the other guards and he's like i think we need to wait i think we need to let them Work their way out of the vault. If we rush in, it's certainly going to be certain death. I said certain too many times in that sentence. It doesn't work very well. It's a really <laughs> badly formed sentence. I'm really sorry about that. My mother was a linguist, and now I feel really like I would have let her down with with how I phrased that. I, I think we need we need to let them come out one by one, and we take them as they come out the doorway. As the that city guardsman walks out of the room, backs up, kind of um, a little intimidated by you, the Eldrin just kind of like shakes his head a little bit, shoves the city guard aside, and the Eldrin makes his way straight into the vault, looks around a little bit. He's going to hop right on top of the table in which all the gold used to be, throwing caution to the wind. And he's going to show that he's not afraid of Lilith. So he can make two sword attacks. And that's what he's going to do. One is a five and the other is a 19. Now I know that five doesn't hit. So Lilith, you actually have a plus two to AC. Yeah, that's right what I thought. So whatever your normal AC is and then add plus two to it because you're hiding behind that. You're behind the table. 
he hopped up on it, but that means half your body's still covered by it. 18, so, so he would hit. So he still hit you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he struck you for six damage. Waslo, your turn. He he lifts his head up from, from gathering treasure and putting it inside the bag. And I guess also speaking to his his trio of fleas that he has by his side at all times, apparently. Um, they, they will be Freddy, Jason, and Michael. Uh, those are the flea <laughs> names. And uh, yeah, so he, he looks up and sees this elf on the table uh, as opposed to elf on a shelf. And then he... Yeah. <laughs> He uh like he he primes primes his hand with a uh I guess a firebolt for now and I'm just gonna actually hmm, firebolt or poison spray firebolt. Do either of those have a risk of like affecting the rest of us if it goes wrong? Uh, I want to say no, but it's Waslow, so maybe <laughs> thirteen. I don't think that's gonna hit. That does not hit. Ouch. Well, okay. back to my treasure gathering. So uh, Waslo shoots the, the firebolt and the Eladrin just slaps it away with his shield and deflects it away from him. Maybe instead um, it just relights the torch that was unlit over there. <laughs> relights the torch over on the side of the of the building. Nate is going to kind of like he's he's like scooching around the side of the table, like between the table and, and Waslo and them. He's like, oh. Excuse me. Oh, I just need to squeeze through here real quick. And uh, excuse me. And uh, I'm just going to see myself out over here. Uh, and then walks into the three guards, which are now flanking him. And he's like, "All right, listen. I feel we got off on the the wrong foot. That goblet that was in my hand has disappeared. I don't know where that came from. Listen, you have to believe me. I've been I've been on your side the entire time. They I I've been trying to trick them into uh um well that was a poor choice of words. Uh, they were trying to trick me and they they took me captive. They forced me in here, but then I was trying to alert you fellows, you fine gentlemen, you you rapscallions, you great men, you uh, so you could you could catch them and then um this isn't working is it it's the guard's turn one of the guards swings a sword and kills Nate the great oh no wow what an end Nate's great head rolls across the floor you know I was actually kind of starting to like the guy he'll never get to choke again that's, that's okay. kind of a good thing. his memory will stay with me Snake <laughs> <Spank> bank <laughs> Another guard starts making his way inside of the vault, getting up right, uh, not quite on the table, but next to the Eldrin. The other guard, which is um, right across, uh, still in the other room, but has a clear shot with his bow and arrow at Lilith. And he's going to go ahead and he's going to fire an arrow straight at Lilith. 19. Uh, yes, hold, hold, hold. Reaction to deflect or catch the missile when you are hit by a ranged weapon attack. When you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by 1d 10 plus, six. plus 6. If you reduce damage to 0 and have free hand, you can spend 1 key points to make a ranged attack, as with a monk weapon with range of 2060. 
Oh, neat. Okay. Okay, so yes, it does hit. Now, in order to reduce the damage, uh, I roll or they do, they roll? You roll. So it's you're trying to deflect this missile with your martial arts skills. Who's your roll? Your roll. Okay. And uh, then, so you'll roll a 1d10, add 6 to it against, I guess, the damage that it's about to do. Okay, so Chris, you, you'll roll the damage and then she'll try to deflect it and see how much she's able to reduce it by. Okay, damage is going to be six. Okay, so then I roll a D10. And Five adds, plus six, that's six 11. Yeah. So you have caught the missile, the arrow, and then you're able to throw it back at them. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so... Okay, so Lilith catches there. Do you catch it with your hands? Do you catch it with your, yes, your teeth, like, your tail? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna catch it with my hands. I'm gonna say that you were trying to aim, for, or where do you think you were trying to aim for? Uh, he would have been aiming like straight for your, probably your, your chest or your head, one of the two. Okay, so up on my tarso, torso, yeah. I'm gonna catch it with Upper my torso. hand, and then, uh, and then just kind of like swing it straight back at you. Reverse, okay. so it's going to be much more. See what that does to you. So, do I have to roll anything for yeah, his damage? Yeah, so you'll still roll like a ranged attack. You'll roll a d20 okay. to see if it even hits, and then you'll roll damage cool. based on the amount of damage it would have done to you. And that would that would be what dice for damage? Uh, d20 to first to make sure you do that, yeah. and then whatever his damage is, uh, that'll be uh, Chris. Whatever the damage of the I'm arrow sure. was, that was cool. That's a cool move. Okay, so ten. Ten total. Yes, does not hit. Okay, so I miss you. So you throw the 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 bolt right back and it it misses him but it embeds in the bookshelf like right past his face and he turns around like whoa oh, I don't know if we should be in here sir Len it's your turn uh she's going to try magic missile oh okay but first she's like Laszlo here here's I don't know Freddy Jason whatever the name of your flea that you gave me was you can have him back <laughs> you're not going to use the flea okay I don't need him right now, and Waslow seems to be attached, so... All right, come back back to Poppy, Michael. Come back. (laughs) Waslow. So then she then turns and goes to the three guards that are both in and outside of the door. And so the magic missile is able to hit up to 120 feet, so I think that covers... Well, I'm aiming I, for. I think the 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 issue you're gonna have right here mm-hmm. is that there is some there's some wall separating some of these guys. Oh, so so you you'll be able to hit these two guys inside the vault with you with it because you've got clear line of sight of them. Otherwise, if you go out, you can probably get these two guys. I don't think there's a way you're gonna be able to get all of them. So she doesn't, she's not going for the ones in the room at the moment because they're focused, I think, on Lilith. Yes. So she's going for the guy. The two? Yeah, the guy who shot at Lilith and the other guards still in the hallway that ran away from her. Oh, so you're going to go outside of the vault. I'm just going to go in the doorway again to, to see them to be able to. Okay, got it. So I create three three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. The dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. The darts all simultaneously hit together <laughs> and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. So I aim two darts at the long range guy and then one at the scared one. Okay. And that is a spell. So you were you're using that spell, spell slot. slot. Yep. Okay, so 1d4 plus 1, got it. For each start. For each start. So do you want to go ahead and roll those? So you're doing two against the bowmen, one mm-hmm. against the the swordsman. Which one are you rolling for right now? Which guy? Uh, the bowman. Okay. 
What was that one? Four. Okay, plus one, so five. Mm-hmm. And then the second dart to hit the bowman is a three, plus one is four. So nine total? Yep. No, seven. Four plus three. Oh, that's right. Adding the one each time. Yeah. yeah. Set nine. I can't math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then now the dart that hits the guard that's not carrying a missile of four, so five. Got it. Okay, so she sees that it's successful, <laughs> and she's like, finally, I pulled off a spell, and she goes back to the corner that's still behind them, but she's now behind the wall so that the other two can't see her. So w- which corner are you wanting to fly to? The corner that is, like, next to the doorway. Okay, so you're going to fly back into the vault. To be behind the cover of the wall against the other two. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you do magic missile, and Lynn flies back into the vault and around the edge of the wall to try to take some cover. All right, yep. Lilith's turn. So I'm going to use my short sword Okay. With, to swing hits you. You're stealthy. It will not hail, hit you. I rolled a one. <laughs> um, okay, you rolled a one. <gasps> yeah. Um, you swing with your sword and you miss and you get your sword stuck like right into the table where the uh, Eladrin just kind of dances out of the way really quick, and it's now his turn. He's going to attempt to break your sword with a feat of strength. Okay. I'm going to make it difficult for him, though. Nope. So he tries to he tries to be really cool and cocky and, and like, uh, stomp on your sword, and all it does is make his, like, leg hurt a lot. He's just <laughs> like, ah, ah. Oh. And then, <laughs> but he sees you, he, you laugh a little bit, and then he decides to use his next attack to kick you in the mouth. <laughs> Tiny things and their legs. 21. 21 does hit. Three damage. It's okay. Lilith likes it rough. <laughs> <laughs> Wazla's turn. Okay. So since I rolled poorly last time, I'm going to leave this one up to uh, not fate and just do a spell that I know is going to hit. And it's going to be burning hands. What that does is I hold my hands out with my thumbs touching my fingers. Each creature within a 15 foot cone must make a dex saving throw. A creature takes 3d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. And the fire ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. So it's actually going to light the table on fire too uh, when I do this. (laughs) Okay. They both fail. Ooh, nice. So now I got to do three, so, uh, 3d6. One sec. Okay. Okay, I'm also going to use, off that, I would have gotten seven. So what I'm going to do is uh, use my meta magic, which uses one of my sorcery points uh, to empower okay. spell, or use empowered spell. And so for uh-huh. that, I'll re-roll up to three of my dice for any of the spells okay. that I use. So I'm going to re-roll those because those are bad rolls. So one sec. All right, well, that was a little better. I got an eight instead. Okay, so they take eight damage? Yeah, each of them takes eight damage, and the table's lit on fire now. So Waslow stretches his hands out, and he's just like, now burn! (laughs) A flame in a a cone shape shoots out from Waslow's hands in 15 feet and envelops the, the Eladrin and the guard standing next to him and lights them ablaze and you can hear the sizzling of the guard's armor as it burns his skin you can smell the the eladrin's hair as it as it burns and sizzles on the edges and he's got his shield up which is blocking a little bit of the flames from really injuring him too much 
And as he pulls his shield back down after it's over, you can see just how angry he is. You can just see like the the burning in his eyes, just like a burning of hatred as he looks down upon you. But something interesting happens. As the room is enveloped in that in the flames and the table that they're standing on lights on fire and the Eldrin hops off, you hear a squeaky noise from underneath the table like Eep! And from underneath the table, you see a little green ooze run out from underneath it, like trying to and rolling around the 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 ground, just trying to pat out the flame on it. Wait, does it literally run, or like is it? It's 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 lolling around. <laughs> okay. The the ooze is rolling lolling around on the the ground, <laughs> trying to get the, the the flames off of it. And once it does, it shoots past you guys and moves around towards the back and you can kind of see that there is a crack a few cracks actually towards the back of this wall and you can see it's like reaching up and looking for a a weak spot for it to move through and it squeezes right through and out the other side did it put out all the fire no it just put out the fire on itself the 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 table is is on fire so one guard is going to come up Towards Waslo, the other guard is finally gonna move in towards the room, and also uh, that one's gonna be looking around for Lynn, but doesn't see her because he's a doofus and he's heading towards Waslo. <laughs> this guard is going to once again try to shoot for Lilith because that it freaked him out when she caught his first bolt. So he's gonna shoot at Lilith <laughs> one more time. All right, here's uh, trying to dodge. Let's see if it happens. He rolls a 18. So I would hit, but let me see if I dodge it. Four? Eight. Yeah, so then now I'm able okay. to grab it. Are you going to throw it back at me? Right. Okay. It's <laughs> an awesome saving move. That is so cool. You uh, you catch the, da- uh, the, the bolt, and you're throwing it back again. <laughs> Let's see <laughs> Let's if you see, hit right? him with it this time. Well. Does not hit. Does not hit? All right, so I miss no. again. Okay, so you throw it, and it ends up, like, right back in the same spot again, like, it, it pierces through the, the old bolt that was also in the bookshelf. So, like, if you were playing darts, you'd be nailing it. Uh, and he's just like, you, what? Come on. Come on now. I need my glasses on. My eyes are getting old. <laughs> the, the other two guards are going to go after Waslo. One's going to use a dagger. The other one's going to use a, uh, a blunt weapon, a truncheon. A what? I don't know how to say it. Trunch, <laughs> truncheon. Truncheon. Isn't it a truncheon? Truncheon? That's how I, I don't know. Truncheon? Picture it in my it's head. It's a club. We'll call it a billy club. <laughs> I, I know how it's spelled. That's about it. I don't know how to say yeah. it. Okay, so I'm going to roll for the, the billy club first. <laughs> uh, that would be a four. That does not hit. He swings, just kind of aiming for the ears, and then realizes that the ears are really big, and uh, it gives him a false sense of where your noggin really is. The other one swinging the dagger. That is an eight. He is going to just reconsider a lot of things about his life and where he is as a person. He tries for the um, other ear. So Waslo yeah. swiftly turns his head back and forth, dodging each attack with his deft ears. Len, <laughs> <laughs> it is your turn. The, the only way out of this vault is through the door that we came in, right? We did see the ooze come out through the behind us. Ooh. 
I don't know if we can squeeze through some cracks though, but well, maybe we, we don't know well, if we explore. Okay. Maybe we could like where where the ooze went through. Maybe we can like test it to see if like the foundation is weak on those bricks and kick it in or something, or and snake try to go tail out. whip it in. <laughs> yeah, I do like to a just try to crumble that and go out that way. Maybe. Uh, how damaged are the people that we're fighting? None of them are bloodied. Okay, Len goes actually is curious about this, so she goes to investigate the hole to see what's over there. Do you want to roll, like, an investigation or something yeah, really quick? Yeah. I'll let you do that as a free action. Okay, I'll do investigation eight. eight. The only thing that you can tell from investigating right here is that you can see a little bit of view, tiny, tiny rays of light coming through the wall, indicating that the wall is maybe the, it's not the strongest thing ever, and you can see that there is some rock and debris, like, a, a little bit around the base of the wall, as if it's been eroded a little bit. That's all you can tell, though. Can she try to use her, like, two daggers to try to attack the wall? To try to, like, get through? Are you gonna look... Are you gonna try to attack, like, a certain point? Like... Like, where I see the cracks. Like, where I might see weaknesses. I'm like, guys, there's something be There's something behind here. I think there might be another room. Yeah, if, if you want to, you can try to attack the wall, yes. Should I try to attack the wall to just see what's behind? Yeah, you don't have to roll for that. Just roll your damage if you're going to go for the wall. Oh, okay. okay. So five. Seven. Seven. Lynn starts jabbing her daggers into uh, one of the cracks in the wall, and you can see that like some of the rock starts falling away. You can't make out too much but you can feel a little bit of a breeze coming through. So the only thing that you can tell right now is that it's not into another room. It's to the outside. Hey guys, I found a second exit. We should probably make our way over here or somebody help me get the rest of this rock out of the way. She turns around and sees that the others are still kind of engaged in a battle. And even though they kind of were listening, they still are fighting. So she goes to hide behind the table with them just to avoid getting hit. She's going to go for cover until they can get out of there. Okay. Uh, It's Lilith's turn. How big is um, the opening that Lynn made? Uh, The size of a normal fist, not not Lynn's fist. We'll say it's the size of uh, a human fist. fist. (laughs) A human fist. All right. I am going to use unarmed strike. So I'm going to roll for that. And then by also making it one unarmed strike, I get a bonus action to do another unarmed strike without having to spend a key. Okay. Okay. That's seven damage. Three plus three, six. So 13 total damage. 13 total damage. How big is the wall now? Okay. So the hole now is, is big enough that Lynn would be able to fit all the way through. It's the Eladrin's turn. He's going to draw his long-ranged weapon. He's going to shoot it at Lynn to try to stop her from getting out of that hole that they just made. 18. I, I think that you can make an argument for three-fourths cover. So that was what? Plus five? So yeah, plus five to AC and deck saving throws. Uh, okay. So he did not hit then. Yeah, I'm too small for you, jerk. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that. He shoots at. He shoots at. Uh, Lynn and misses. It is Waslow's turn. Okay, then I. I want to try for burning hands again. Same thing. Raise my hands up. Uh, thumbs together. Uh, ev- everybody burn. So I. <laughs> I'm standing behind the, your invocation? the table a little bit. So I'm kind of like almost projecting that fire out too. Cool. Uh, they all failed. Oh, perfect. Okay, now I do my 3d6. 
Ooh, 11 on everybody. Uh, you shoot the, the fire out one more time. Again, the Eldrin pulls his, uh, his shield over and he burns a little bit, but the shield takes the brunt of the flame. The guards are not as lucky as their, uh, metal armor heats up and though they are still standing just barely and these two are extremely bloodied you can see that their their skin is charred with third degree burns they are uh blistering and and bleeding with with pus weeping from open sores throughout their their bodies so i so waslo's standing there just kind of amazed at the sight of all this fire. He's never gotten to burn so many people at once before, so he's in <laughs> awe of this, uh, his perfect vision of, I guess, the land burning around him, the people burning around him. Yeah. And I I'm curious, though, can I, as a manipulate object move, can I, like, tip that table over to where, like, the, the top side is facing them and the legs are facing us just to give the other two more cover? Yeah. Um, will you roll a strength and you can add athletics to that if that gives you any bonus? Acrobatics would, but not athletics, so, okay. Uh, acrobatics won't help you on this one. Okay. Uh, then I rolled an eight strength, so. Okay, so I'll say So am I even strong enough to lift the table? No, I'll, I'll, I'll give that to you. Because, I mean, it, it's, it's burning, so it's, the table's not as structurally sound as it was before. The adrenaline rush of so, burning everybody gives them extra ah. strength. Yeah, yeah. so... You're, you're trying, you're, you're, you're using your mom strength. Oh, dang it! I forgot to use my Fury of the Small. I meant to use that as a bonus to that attack. But yeah, let me move towards the middle, kind of between those two, if I can still use a move action before yeah. that tip over, and then I'll just tip it over to try to give us all some cover. Okay. Yeah, I'll get the mom aggro strength to protect my babies. <laughs> okay, and by that so... I mean my fleas, not the girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lynn and Waslo are now both at full cover while, um, while, uh, Lilith. what the fuck? Lilith, is, Lilith would still be at, like, half cover right now. Is she at full? you two are at full. Yes. These two guards are going to come around the side over here. Uh, they're going to come around the left side of the table now that you flipped it over and try to flank. One of the guards is going to throw a bolus at Lynn to try to keep her from flying out of the room. Oh, a bolus is like that that rope with the two balls on it. Oh, that's okay. To, like, I was picturing that. Wrap yeah. It. No. <laughs> why, why even bother? Len just Why? kind of dodges out of the way and just kind of like she sees her him about to throw it and she just moves out of the way as he throws it. Like, why does everybody keep trying to hit me? Waslo sees these two balls on a string like land near him and he's like, oh, I didn't know those were detachable. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the other one's going to try the same thing, actually. Uh, you're going to try a bolus. Uh, nope. Alright, so they throw balls around and it doesn't matter. They just they're just throwing balls around the room. Who cares? <laughs> At this point Who you cares anymore? It's Lynn's turn. Well, that's enough ball throwing for me for a little bit. So she goes over and tries to take a crack at the wall again with her double with her daggers. Four and five. There is enough damage that both Lynn and Waslo would be able to squeeze out through this wall. Lilith, just a little bit more. You might be able to get through if you attack this wall too more. All right, so I'm going to do a flurry of blows on the wall. And after okay. I do my first turn, I will spend a key point so that I can make two unarmed strikes as my bonus action. Got it. Okay. 
Okay, so here's the flurry of blows first time around. So it's two Wink. plus three. That's five. And then I'll spend one key so I can do... Do you think if there was a attacks. porn star class in Dungeons and Dragons, they would also have flirt, uh, <laughs> flurry of blows? Flurry of blows. <laughs> With all I just these picture balls just grabbing dicks from out of the air everywhere. Just <laughs> oh, good word. <laughs> Gosh, it's disturbing. <laughs> all right, so here's my first unarmed strike. This yeah. two plus three, that's another five. And then so you've got ten. Here's my last unarmed strike. That is four plus three, that's seven. Seven. Seventeen. So how big Jeez. is the hole now? <laughs> the wall crumbles away. Come, children, we're fleeing together. Lilith scoops up Waslo and Lynn and darts out of the giant uh, gaping hole in the wall that she just made into the the night of Noblethorn. And as soon as she uh, runs out through the hole, she runs straight into the Razor's Edge Lords, which are on the other side of the wall, headed up by Riza Razortail. And uh, the others, Riddick, Janos, and Soup, the ooze that Wazlo accidentally oh. lit on fire when <laughs> <laughs> you guys were in the room. I thought I heard something annoying. Uh, no hard feelings, right? Uh, Soup curls up like a snake and just kind of examines you. So I was picturing, I was picturing Lilith grabbing us and carrying us out. So I assume she kind of like gracefully like cups. Uh, Lynn as she carries her out and then just kind of grabs Waslow by his neck. Yeah, and then just like <laughs> pulls him out. Um, yeah, I like that idea. Like yeah. like very gently grabs Lynn and then just snatches Waslow like yeah, a sack of groceries. Drags him out. Yeah, like a sack right. of potatoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that a lot. So Riza and the Razor's Edge Lords are standing before you and, and Riza exclaims, we were working on robbing this joint for a quevel, so either hand over everything from the vault, and we will help you escape before more guards arrive, or we will leave you here to die, and we will come back and pick what's ours from your corpses. And trust me, you won't make it out of here without our help, especially if the seminary is involved. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna try to lie to her. Can I just, like... Do I make a roll first or do I just lie first? Try your lie and then I'll have you roll before she responds and we'll see what happens. So there's a lot of guards in there. We had to leave a lot of treasure behind. If you want to take it up with them, you're welcome to anything you can find left in there. Okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, 21. Jeez. <laughs> On my deception. Oh, very well then. Okay, if you're being truthful with me, then we will get in there and take what's ours. But we better find the book. If the book is not inside there, we will be coming back for you. Anyway, we will hold off the guards, but any of the seminary that you're gonna have to deal with. We have riding wargs to the east, over the wall. Take the wargs and head back to Tehegre as soon as you can. Otherwise, it's certain death for all of you. Go. And the Razor's Edgelords, head into the vault where you immediately hear some battle going and um, as they go you you see the Eladrin start making his way out by himself but he makes his way out into the the open to confront you guys and those razor's edge people seem pretty uh, confident that we're gonna die without their help um, I'm not too concerned <laughs> Riza 
She knows how to dirty talk. I feel myself getting a hard on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not giving her our book. I don't care how much you like her. Oh, no. Foreplay will be involved if she wants the book. (laughs) Good God. Uh, So if if you guys want to hop down, you can. Otherwise, if you still want to stay in Lilith's hands, then you are not moving until Lilith's turn. So you could stay in one place and just... You know, blast fire or whatever from <laughs> from Lilith's arms. Okay, that's kind of what I was gonna ask. If there's a way that I could just like she could be sort of a a, a mount for us as as we fire on the run. We'll we'll do this for fun. We'll let Lilith because she's holding all of you, and but we're only gonna do this until one of you leaves her grasp. Mm-hmm. We'll let Lilith move on all of your turns. But you're limited to her movement speed, which I think is 40. Yeah. So, like, Lynn, if you are staying with her, then you're not going to be able to move your 60 unless you break away. Okay. And when that happens, then you guys are all back to your own speed. For right now, for Waslow, if you want to move, it's going to be Lilith carrying you, and you guys can move the 40 um, paces or whatever because she's carrying you, but you can still attack and whatever. How about that? So you're, yeah, you're basically using her as you're mounted on Lilith right now. So she's still moving as we fire. Yeah, she's moving as you are doing whatever. (laughs) You were not on my shoulders. Uh, I guess you had to scratch that I had grabbed you from the back of the neck. Well, from like my my hood, I guess, and are dragging me back. I'd assume you're probably being drug along behind like your heels are probably scraping along the ground okay or yeah, like yeah. yeah either that or i was picturing a kind of like a piggyback situation where like the part no, of her she that's won't on let the me ground, piggyback i've tried <laughs> and he, <laughs> he's holding onto her shoulder yeah yeah i think you're probably being your drug drug behind so if she's moving forward you're facing behind um i guess let me cast first then from where i am i'll just use a okay. A firebolt as we're riding away or being okay. dragged away. That would be 16. Does not hit. Does not hit. Dang, this guy. Okay. Then start heading southeast-ish uh, up to 40, I guess, What if that was her max. As you guys are, are fleeing the area and you're passing by where the town hall was, you see that the building that you came out of was a building that was adjacent to the town hall. And as you're fleeing, you go past an alleyway and now as you've run you are in between another building and a set of stairs concrete stairs that lead up to the ramparts that lead up to the top of the eastern wall of the city well if head towards the stairs there's some on the east wall on this side we might be able to get up and over the wall we still have rope right (laughs) yes because i I remember we went back and i grabbed it you grab the rope so we can do this as she's dragging Laszlo up the stairs, just like, uh, with every step. <laughs> From there, I'll keep moving towards up the stairs then. Okay. Whatever my 40 move range is. Okay, it's the Eladrin's turn. He has a very long range on his bow, which he is about to shoot at Waslo, who is trailing behind there. <laughs> oh, no. 16. Yeah, that, that'll do it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Seven damage with the bow. So he's pointing and laughing. Wazzle's pointing and laughing at, uh, what's the elf's name? Uh, you did not get a name from this okay. elf. Okay, so he's just pointing and laughing at the elf like, <laughs> like, we beat you, ha 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 And then uh, just to 
a huge arrow comes and just pierces him right in the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ne never mind. As, like, as you were. Oh, shit. Waslow, it is your turn, though. All right, well, I, I definitely don't think I can reach him with anything I have from here, so... Actually, wait, um, it's 120 feet. Would that reach him? Oh, that's totally in range, yes. Okay, then I'm going to fire a bolt back at him, see if I can hit him. <laughs> okay. A revenge fire bolt. <laughs> like, all right, you dick. Oh, yes. Nat 20. Okay. Nice. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. 10 plus 5 plus another 3 because I'm going to use Fury of the Small that I didn't get to use because I'm just upset that I just got shot in the shoulder with that arrow. Okay. <laughs> so a total of 18 damage. You've got a bloodied Eladrin chasing after you. Take that! Um, so you um, you shoot that. You, it was a firebolt, right? Yes. Okay. So that firebolt whizzes over and, and hits the Eladrin cracking his shield finally and it burns part of his arm and you can hear even from the distance that you're at the flesh starting to sizzle on his arm and you can see now that finally he's starting to bleed from from his nose and he's got burns going up and down his body and he's gritting his teeth in in pain and anger as you uh shout your uh your gobliny insults at his person and I'm also angrily shaking my fist at him. But it's a yes. it's on fire, my fist is. Burning fist. Correct. Your burning fist. Revenge is a dish best served. Hot? He's confused. He doesn't know the quote exactly. <laughs> Spoken like a true goblin. Close enough. Okay, so do we so are we at the top of the wall by now? You like, are now um, at the top of the wall. You are getting off these two smaller stairs that get you on top of the wall. So you have reached the top. Are there any other guards that we see? Uh, you don't see any guards in your immediate eyesight, but okay. um, if you want to do a perception check, you can certainly do that to see if you can hear any coming. Yeah, That's even and then how far away vision? is that? Uh, with your dark vision, you don't see any right now. Um, but yeah, you can always do a, a perception roll, uh, Lynn, if you want to see if you can hear any. Yeah, just because she's kind of trying to watch for okay. our escape. 20. 20, okay. Um, yes, so from either side of, of where you all are on the wall, you can hear lots of movement. You can hear a lot of armor shambling around uh, on at a distance on both sides. So you can hear that a lot of guards are coming uh, from both the right and the left. Can uh, she use her prestidigitation spell to put out like a torch around them so that they have more darkness to try to make their escape? Uh, yes, yes you could. Okay, so I put out the one to the right. Okay, so you use your prestidigitation and that light goes out. Out, that's what she said to get it to turn out. She just kind of waves you her say, hand. out. Out, so she waves <laughs> her hand and then she just um, keeps moving with Lilith. Okay. Okay, so you guys are at the edge of the wall, and it is Lilith's turn. So I have the rope because I got it from last time. I will definitely um, loosen the rope down the side of the wall so that I can scurry down. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna take you guys out of like uh, combat initiative order at this point. So at this point, we're just gonna let you guys do um, you know normal role play stuff. Okay. 
Um, so at this point, Len just is like, well, I'm off here. So she flies off and then flies fly to the ground. Okay. <laughs> Lilith is, is dropping a rope. And so I need her and Waslow both to do either athletics or acrobatics rolls to see how well they get down. 15. Okay. 22. Waslow, you make, you make it down fine. Lilith does a backflip off of the thing. <laughs> I don't even what touch the rope. <laughs> what she That roll? was just for you. A twenty-two. Lilith is twenty-two. Okay, <laughs> Lilith. Uh, Lilith starts like um, descending down, and then just kind of lets go and does like does that cool like backflip like the Hardy Boys used to do, like <laughs> with the the arms like straight out, and then like but lands on her. What did we dub it? The slither piece <laughs> lands on her slither piece, and like <laughs> almost like uses it like a spring, like boing, and then it lands all softly there. Waslo holds up a sign that says 10 on it. <laughs> okay, so you guys are, you guys have made it down to the the uh, other side of the wall. Len is flying around the area to search for these supposed works. Like literally flying around just trying to see them? Are yep. you trying to look for prints? What are you looking, what are you trying to do? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, well, she doesn't think to look for prints because she's still kind of in action mode. So she's just like looking for any sign of like any sound she's like looking just to see them um roll a perception then 20 was that 20 on the dot uh yeah with the addition of the so it's not a nat not 20 a, not nat 20 okay um you you can hear some some sort of movement somewhere in the trees but north of where you guys are right now guys I think I hear them over here. Follow me. So she okay. goes towards the. Okay. Shadai just showed me something that said wargs speak in their own language and also goblin. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's. Yeah, what... the languages are goblin and warg. Yeah, but are these intelligent enough to understand me if I were to shout out to them or something? I would say that they would they would understand it in the way that like um an in, a very intelligent dog. Might. Okay. Well, first I want to do a perception check with my nose. Like, I just want to try to smell them yeah. out. <clears throat> yeah, sniff perception. Uh, 17 is what I rolled. You smell wet dog, and it is coming from the uh, the northeast into the woods. I know work smell anywhere. Wazley used to have some of his own back in the swamps. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll start shouting out to them to see if I can gather get their attention okay do you want to move anywhere or do you want to stay yeah, right where you are let's, and let's just start, yell i'll start to head towards where i smelled them okay is the others want to go with or wesley going by himself isn't len already heading in that direction yeah i think we're going with we're all okay. still teaming Everyone together go with. okay so you're Waslo, heading up there and Waslo follows his nose okay Waslo, what do you start doing what do you yell um here wargy 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 but in goblin whatever that sounds like some morgs start uh making their way out of the woods and uh they are uh they come up to you very interested yet a little confused these three large wolf-like creatures begin surrounding the three of you and sniffing and growling a little bit. The the one that seems to be the leader of the group gives off a a, a warning growl that Waslo understands as as like a a, a growl of non-trust. Waslo pulls some rations out of his pocket and holds them hand open towards the, the leader. Okay. Do an animal handling for me. Ten is what I got. This warg starts eating the, the food out of your hand. The other wargs uh, turn and approach, and they all kind of lay down in front of 
the three of you. As that happens, a large volley of arrows come flying over the walls of Noble Thorn towards your direction. I need everyone to do a dexterity saving throw. Twelve. Twelve. Seven. Everybody just took twelve damage. Is this something I, I couldn't try to deflect? Yeah, try to deflect. Plus six, that's ten. Okay. He rolled a twelve, so you only took two damage. Okay, because I almost died. <laughs> no, jeez. I'm definitely okay, so bloody. Okay, so she took two damage. Wazla's bloodied. I'm bloodied. I'm bloodied. I'm going to crawl over to, to one of the wargs and just kind of like lay on top of its back. You got to okay. be the, the warg whisperer. Yeah, okay. Uh, carry us home. Len kind of flies over to one and just kind of like gently sits on the shoulder and is like, good work, good work. Will the warg be small for me? Is it going to drag me? Wargs are like maybe a little bit smaller than horses. Were those in the Hobbit movie? Yes. I, okay. Yes. Those. Yeah. So they're big. Would it kind of be uh, like the, the what are the wolf names in Game of Thrones? Oh, the dire wolves. Dire, right? dire wolves. wolves. They're big. They're bigger than dire wolves for sure. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. For sure. It's like a dire wolf that's big enough that you could ride on. Yeah. So they're they're big. So you guys, 80 feet speed is what I'm going to give you with these or something. You guys just want to try to book it and get out of here? Yeah. yeah. Can we just start heading home? Yep. You guys can, can just- Or at uh, least in the general direction of home. Yeah. Okay. If that's what you want to do. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, all right. Uh, I will give you, if you, if you want- I will give you all one more chance to respond in kind as you're fleeing, like one more attack if you would like. Otherwise, you can just skip your attack and, and go, but it's up to you. So as you guys are riding past the walls, you see like the Eladrin has hopped down. Otherwise, the other guards are still like trying to make their way down. Otherwise, there's like crossbowmen on the walls. I definitely want to on my way out. I want to use my last first level spell slot and use chaos bolt but i also want to use inspiration point finally okay use that. okay yes thank you fuck yes <laughs> finally yeah <laughs> we'll see if it pays off and uh yeah so i'll just roll my d20 see if i can hit yep and roll it twice for using your inspiration point so you can get an advantage on it Ugh, thank you I, I still don't know if i got it um that would be who are you trying to attack oh the elf okay so that would be 15. No, it does not hit. Oh. Sorry, buddy. I try to attack with my infestation cantrip. Infestation? Yes, because- Wait, you don't have the flea anymore. It's a warg. There's probably tons of fleas on the darn thing. Do either investigation or perception, whichever one's highest on on, on your warg. Investigation or perception? Which, whichever's highest for you. 21. You find six fleas. I collect them all. Okay, you have six fleas on your person. I take one of the fleas, like hold it in my hand, and I try to do the infestation. Okay, and which means that are I, you doing this against uh, the, the Eldrin or Eldrin. who? You cause a cloud. So I cause a cloud of mites, fleas, and other parasites to appear momentarily on the creature. I see uh, the target must succeed on a constitution saving throw, or it takes 1d6 poison damage and moves five feet in any random direction. Constitution saving throw. Yes. Okay. I failed. <laughs> so what happened? You take 1d6, I think it's like 1d6 poison damage and moves five feet in a random direction, if it can move, which it can, and its speed is at least five feet. 
roll a d4 for the direction. So five feet north. Okay, so he takes, he steps backwards five feet, like grabbing and scratching at himself, like with feeling like there's like fleas and stuff crawling all over him. And he took uh, two damage and he's just like, ah, ah, like scratching all over in his, his armor and scratching at his his burn wounds from all the burns he's suffered at Waslow's hands so <laughs> far. I knew that spell would come in handy. I'll just do the unarmed strike. 20. 20 hits. 12. 12 damage. You deliver a, a fury of, of like all these these strikes against the, the Eldrin and stuff and beat him back while he's scratching at himself and, and trying to get all the fleas and stuff off them. <laughs> and one of your punches hits him like really hard in the side of his, of his, his head and like Literally, you catch him just right and causing him to lose an eye, which pops out, rolls along the ground, still alive, and you can hear him swearing in in a language that you don't understand as you um, ride off into the night. Does one of the wargs pick it up and eat it? One of the wargs grabs it and gobbles it up. (laughs) (laughs) And then you guys ride off into the night. Uh, so where where are you heading? Are you heading back to Tehegre? Are you heading back to Nellor Tower, where you uh, live? Where where do you want to go to safety? I would say we would not want to go to Tehegre as this was an unsanctioned quibble <laughs> on our part. Oh, you're right. Yeah, maybe so, let's just go back home to the apartments. See, I wondered if the if the wargs would take us back to wherever the Razor's Edge hiding place would be. Like if they're trained for it or something. Oh, yeah. Like where are they defaulted to go? Also, can I make sure that we're not being followed? Okay. So as you guys are, are riding off through the dark, riding so many so many miles, and then Lynn, you can do a, do a quick perception roll for me. Really? One. <laughs> Lynn has no idea what's happening or where you guys even are at this point. She lost so. a lot of blood, man. She's yeah, small. You guys are... <laughs> Bloody. You guys are you're in such dire straits that you have no idea if you're being followed or not. Like half unconscious. You've you've got no no <laughs> thought process. The wargs travel with you on their backs for some time in a direction that you didn't quite expect. You don't head towards Tehegre, you don't head towards Nellor Tower. Instead, they take you towards a direction somewhat south of Noblethorn, a place that you have never gone, to an older tower that looks really, really dark, a little decrepit. Something old and ancient and magical, and you see that the wargs are starting to kind of settle in a little bit, like they're, they're feeling a little bit more relaxed now that they're approaching this tower. And you hear the voice once again from the dagger tucked away in your bag of holding say ah home thanks for listening to this episode of Party in Peril Villains a podcast produced by nerdsloth.com if you had a good time please just do us one little favor and share this episode or clip your favorite parts of the episode and share that with any friends family or on social media And don't forget that you can impact our players and give them an edge by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, which translates in-game as Peril Points, which they can use to purchase special items, including weapons or gadgets crafted by our NerdSloth Patreon supporters. 
Many of the sound effects heard in the show were licensed from Sword Coast Soundscapes, so please visit swordcoastsoundscapes.bandcamp.com to hear all of their amazing ambient and background audio productions. And also a huge thank you to Atalus Music for providing the villain's theme song, Drop the Beat, My Lord. You can find even more of his fantastic modern-day fantasy mixes on YouTube or SongTrader. Love y'all, and roll those 20s! Presented by NerdSloth, a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.